friends, and welcome back to the Inspired Life Podcast. My name is Gas, and welcome to episode three. I first just want to take a moment just to say thank you to everyone who has listened to the first two episodes. Thank you for all the well wishes, the compliments, the feedback. I really, really appreciate it. And if you've already done this, thank you so much. But if you haven't, if you could just hit subscribe. So every Monday morning I land in your podcast inbox and I can be a little treat in your ear on your way to work or while you're getting your kids ready for school or while you're getting yourself ready for the day. And if you could also just give me a five-star review and leave a comment on what you think about the podcast. I really would appreciate that so, so, so much. So today I thought we would start with just a breathing exercise. I know for myself lately, I have been feeling a little bit overwhelmed, a little bit anxious. There's a lot going on in my life. There's, I'm, I will admit I am spreading myself a little thin, trying to work on that right now. But I've been noticing that I've been doing this breathing technique a little bit more throughout the last couple weeks. And it has really helped me in some moments. So I want to just give that to you to start. And I figure as a Monday morning podcast, this can be a great way to start your day. So this is a breathing uh, technique that I started doing with my daughter. And it's taking your senses and focusing on a specific, uh, yeah, a specific sense while you're breathing. And it's a way to just kind of stop that if your mind is racing, if you've got stories going on in your head, if you're feeling anxious, it's a way to sort of stop it and get you to focus on something else. So I've been doing this with my daughter now since she started grade one and she does it herself now. And like I said, I do it too. So here we go. If you are driving or walking, I would encourage you to wait to do this just because I do ask you to close your eyes and we are going to be honing in on specific senses. So, um, yeah, maybe don't be distracted when you do this, but take a seat, sit up nice and high, ground your feet into the ground. And then I want you to still have your eyes open at the moment, but I would like you to take a deep breath in. So inhale, And exhale. And inhale again. And exhale. And one more big inhale. And exhale. Now, I want you to just focus on your breathing for a sec. I want you to find a pace that is comfortable for you. Hands can be in your lap, on your side. I like them on my heart. And just get into a rhythm of breathing that is comfortable for you. And once you are there, I want you to look around and focus on what you can see. 
Is it the blue sky? Is it your child playing across the room? Is it the TV in the background? Are there people playing outside? You can see them at the playground. While you're breathing, just focus on what you can see. And now if you're feeling okay and safe too, I welcome you to close your eyes and find your breath again. And now I want you to focus on what you can hear. For myself right now, I can hear my diffuser in the background. I, feel my, I can hear my daughter talking to her grandma on the phone. I can hear the sound of the fridge humming. As you're breathing, just focus on what you can hear. Now I want you to focus on your smell. Is there anything in particular you can smell? I can smell peppermint and lemon essential oil right now. Earlier I could smell fresh cut grass. I can still faintly smell it through the window. Find a smell, preferably enjoyable or preferable. And focus on that smell as you continue to breathe. Inhale. And exhale. And now, I want you to focus on what you can feel. First, I want to focus on what we can feel outside of our body. Can you feel the wind? you feel a splash of water? What do you feel? Maybe you're like me right now and it's a little hot, so you have some sweat trickling down your face. Maybe your hands are clammy. Maybe you feel your pulse. And as you breathe in and out, and you focus on what you can feel outside your body, I want you to now focus on what you feel inside. How do you feel now? Do you still feel anxious? Or has that lowered? Are you still having a racing mind? Or has it calmed? What do you feel inside yourself right now? And just focus on that. And breathe. By focusing on one scent, one of our senses at a time, it allows us to stop and disrupt the racing thoughts or the racing feelings that we're having. It gives us one or two things to really focus on. And by putting our direct focus onto those, 
our brain shifts away from focusing on the thing that was making us anxious or worried or upset. By focusing in on what you can see, what you can hear, what you can smell, and how you feel both inside and outside, all can help calm that nervous system, bring you back down to a place where you can make a decision. And when you're ready, feel free to flutter your eyes open. Welcome back. Welcome back everyone. I hope that breathing technique worked and I hope that you are feeling less anxious and stressed. Now, someone in my first episode uh, noticed that I said that I do my podcast typically on my lunch break. That's when I record them because I do have a nine to five job, which prompted them to ask, what do you do for work? And I realized that unless you're in my close circle of friends, I don't really talk about what I do, and there's a few reasons why, because I do actually really love my job. I am a medical insurance adjuster, so if you're in a car accident and you get hurt, I help take care of your injuries. If there's a fatality in the car accident, I help with the benefits that help cover, you know, funeral expense, the death benefit. So that is my job, and... I think for me, and I do love my job, I love helping people. I love seeing people, you know, they come with a really bad car accident and they get better and I get to help them through that process, you know. They become very, some of them become very special to me and it can be a very rewarding job, but it can also be a really hard job. I, I see a lot of car accidents, I see people getting hit by cars, I see kids getting hurt. I have fatalities with children, so my job is also, it, it's hard, and as much as I have some really crazy stories about claims I have, I also have some really horrible stories too. So that is one reason why I don't always talk about my job, is because it can be very draining to talk about it. And I've had to put up some pretty big boundaries when it comes to my job, especially because I do work from home. But I think another reason why I don't talk about my job and that I work in insurance is I think there's a little bit of, I don't know if shame's the right word, but there's a lot of negativity when it comes to insurance. A lot of people think that insurance companies are just scammers. They're out to get them. They don't have their client's best interest at heart. So for me, it's when I mention I'm insurance, I get that look sometimes and immediately people will ask me, well, what insurance company do you work for? So for me, it's right away. A lot of people have either had a bad experience with insurance or they just don't trust insurance. So for me, it's been something I haven't overly talked about. And I've been in insurance for still be seven, seven years this year. I started in a call center. Um, I initially was at Intact Insurance. I started in a call center and then I ended up becoming an assistant in the accident benefits department which turned into a secondment and then a full-time position 
and just last year I made the decision to leave intact and I now work at um, Wawanisa and I'm okay to share that because I really do value the company and I really do like the company I work for. But I'm now what's called a level two or a complex medical adjuster so I handle things that are typically going to be a little bit more complex, might need a little bit more attention on a file, might need a little bit more experience and expertise. So that's what I do Monday to Friday, nine to five. And I do truly love my job. It's, it was one of those things that I wish I would have found it when I was a bit younger so that I could have, you know, built myself a little bit of a bigger career than I already have. But I also had no insurance experience at all when I came in and I really proved myself and I really worked hard to get to where I am and because of my job now and you know the relationship I have with my boss and the company it's allowed me to do things like start a podcast continue getting my coaching certifications it's allowed me to start building that side business I want to do so I had to work really hard for the first few years but now that I've gotten to you know pretty good position within the company I'm a little bit more comfortable I have some seniority I'm now able to I find I can finally relax and now I can start working on those projects that mean the most to me but what I thought I would do today is because <laughs> and when I say this, please know if you've done this, I don't sit there and go, uh, I've got a voodoo doll for you. You drive me nuts. But the number of times that I get questions about premiums, what to do, I've just been in a car accident. Um, my insurance company is being a dink. <laughs> um, I need some advice on my medical claim. I, I get it all. And I will just say, if you do have a question about insurance, before you ask someone you know who works in insurance, make sure they, that that's the department they work in, or ask them first if it's okay if they ask you some questions about insurance. Because there are a lot of things I can answer, but there's also a lot of things I can't. And that's what I think is really horrible about the insurance industry, is that there's such a lack of knowledge at how big it is, and how big insurance actually is when it comes to even the economy and keeping the world going because you need insurance for everything. But what I thought I would do today is because the one question I actually get asked a lot and as being an adjuster who takes claims and you know talks to people after a car accident a lot of people don't know what to do when they get in a car accident. They don't know what to ask for, they don't know if they should be taking pictures, should they be hiring a lawyer immediately, like, they, people just don't know what to do. And so I thought, why not share a little bit about me personally in what I do for a living and give you some of that knowledge so that if you ever are in a car accident or you know someone who is, you have a little bit more information so that when that accident happens, because no one gets into their vehicle anticipating getting in a car accident, it, it is a trauma. It could be a big T or a little T. 
but it is a trauma. It is something you weren't expecting and it can rattle you. So I want to just give you a few do's and don'ts for when you do get into a car accident, what you should do and what you should not do. So here we go. So the first thing I would recommend is when you are in a car accident is after the accident has occurred, if you can move the car off the road and to a place where it safely off the road and put your hazards on, make sure that you and anyone else that was involved is out of harm's way. There's already been one accident. We don't want to have a second one. And like I said, turn your hazards on. If you've got pylons in your vehicle, put pylons around your vehicle. Even though you might be mad at the other driver, check and make sure they're okay too. Make sure that their vehicle can also get off the road. And I hear this all the time. People are just so angry that they were hit or they were so angry they got in an accident. And I always say, I understand that but you're talking to me, you're okay, and we're here to help you. So first thing, move your car. The second thing that I would recommend is calling the cops. Now, even if it is a minor accident, call the cops because the cops will give you some direction. They will tell you if you need to stay on scene, if there are injuries, if the vehicle is not drivable, they will give you direction on what to do next. Sometimes cops won't come out to the scene if it's just a minor accident and there's no one injured. So don't be surprised if they say that they, they aren't coming because there are instances where they don't. The next thing I will say about contacting the police about it is that if you are injured in a car accident, you do need to file a police report. So just remember that if you're ever hurt in a car accident, file a police report. And also, if you are in a car accident and your damages are over $2,000, you need to have a damage sticker on it from the police. So there are times when a police report is needed for an insurance claim. So I recommend calling the police as soon as you can and getting that report started. The next part, once you've you know, called the cops, got directions from them, and you've made sure that you and anyone else is out of harm's way. The next thing is to look at the damage on the vehicle and take photos. Take photos, take videos. These are super important for an insurance claim. We're just hearing the story from you, and we're creating the picture and the story in our head as you're talking. But if you're able to provide diagrams as to what happened, photos of your damage, of the other car's damage, it allows us to see what really happened. And you are okay to take photos of someone's vehicle if they've been in a car accident. Just explain to them what you're doing. Maybe don't put their license plate in. Maybe if there's anything recognizable on their vehicle, don't get that in the photo. But just know, take photos, take videos if you can. Get as much information as you can for the insurance adjuster. Check your vehicle for, are there any leaks? Is there any fluid coming out? 
Are there any fume smells? Look at the damage. Is it drivable? Is it not drivable? Have your airbags deployed? These are all things to look at when your vehicle has been in an accident. And the last thing that is super important is, and this one gets forget forgotten all the time, and I think it's because we live in a society where we don't know how to communicate properly with each other anymore. And the big thing is to exchange your insurance info with the other driver if there was another driver involved. You take a picture of their license and you take a picture of their registration because on that registration it will have their policy number and it will either have their broker or it will have the insurance company. Those are two things always get because that is how your insurance company will be able to open a claim and talk to the other insurance company. But get their info, get their contact information, get their driver's license number. And you don't really need their street address or anything, but get the basic information so that when your insurance company reaches out to their insurance company, they have information so that they can get that claim started for you. And like I said, this one seems to get forgotten a lot because, like I said earlier, you are you were just in a car accident. You weren't expecting this. You, you might be in pain. You might be in shock. Could be angry, frustrated. You now could be late for work. But what I would recommend is to remain calm. Yes, it was scary. It was something you weren't expecting. But you are okay. You're here. It could have been a lot worse. So remain calm. It might be hard, but remaining calm will make the process a lot smoother. And the last one, and I know that this one can be really, really hard, and it's try and work with the other person that was involved in the accident. Sorry, if you heard that bang, I just <laughs> dropped something. You might be angry and frustrated at them, especially if, you know, it was, they ran a red light. But try and work with them. Try, try and just let them know, I just want to get your information so that we can go on our way and get the claim started. And at the end of the day, if they're not willing to cooperate... Wait for the cops, and the cops will for sure be able to help with the situation. And, oh, I had one more. Always, always report your accident to your insurance company. Even if you're possibly not going to be putting in a claim, you still, as an insurance policyholder, and with insurance, with an insurance company, you still should be informing them if an accident has occurred. They are insuring your vehicle. You want them to take care of you. You need to also make sure that you are proactive with your insurance company as well. Notifying them of any changes. Notifying them of an accident. That is something you need to do as a responsible policyholder. So report it. They're there to help you. They'll give you some guidance. And in the end, 
if you don't need that insurance claim, we can get it withdrawn. Just because you open it, it does not mean that you need to follow through with it. And now, now that we've gone through the do's of what you do do when you're in an accident, let's go over some don'ts. And now, I apologize if some of these seem very obvious, but <laughs> working in insurance for seven years, you see a lot of really crazy things and some ridiculous things that people have done. So just listen to the don'ts too. So don'ts. Don't leave the scene or flee. There's been an accident. There could be injuries. Your vehicle could not be safe to drive. Don't leave the scene until you've been advised to leave the scene. And if you have hit someone or you've caused an accident, don't flee. And chances are, they might find you and then you're in even more trouble. It comes back to taking ownership and taking responsibility. If you've made a mistake, that's why your insurance is there to help you with this mistake you made. And it's why it's called a car accident. Not many people go out planning on getting in a car accident or planning on causing one. Accidents happen. We're human. Just don't flee or leave the scene until you're told to. Don't move anyone who is severely hurt. If you can't safely move them, leave them where they are. Wait for the paramedics to arrive. That's why I advise calling the cops right away. Because if they need to get emergency services out there, they'll get them out there. Don't pick a fight with the other driver. Don't pick a fight with the tow driver, tow truck driver. Don't pick a fight with the witnesses. Don't pick a fight with the police. Fighting or not cooperating is just going to cause more stress. It's going to make the claim more difficult. I understand that things can get hairy, things can get uncomfortable, but don't pick a fight. And if you have to, wait in your vehicle until the cops arrive and they will help out. And do not put yourself in a situation where you could get more hurt. Don't put yourself between you and an angry vehicle. Don't try to rescue your laptop from the middle of a busy highway. Don't put yourself in any more danger. And like I said before, don't forget to get their insurance info, their driver's license info. Don't forget that. And just remember to be calm and to work with everyone that is involved. Because an insurance claim is not just one person. There are lots of people involved in an insurance claim. There is information that we need. There's information you need. It is really a process where we need to work together, the adjuster and the customer. So I recommend 
trying to remain as calm as you can, doing my breathing exercise I just gave you, um, doing some tapping, and just know that no matter what horror stories you have heard about insurance, every insurance claim, every insurance story is different. Each claim is very unique. It can still be the same accident, but it could be very different in how it played out, what injuries were there were there, who was involved. So I also encourage you to not go talking to all your friends about your accident, what they did in their car accident. Talk to the adjuster first, get all the information you need, and then if you want to talk with your friends, yeah, ask about their experiences. But get the information from the expert first, because that's what they're there to do. They're there to help you. And that's all I have. That's all I have on the do's and don'ts of what to do when you get into a car accident. Um, really, it's not something, like I said, that you ever plan to get in. Um, no one plans to get in an accident or cause an accident. Um, but your insurance is there in the event that it happens. And I hope that these tips on what to do and not do, either you wrote them down so you put them in your insurance package, and that's something you can do is write these down or write a few of them down and put it in with your insurance documents. So when that accident happens, you have it right there. You know what to do. Um, you could save this episode so you've got it for future reference though I don't think you're going to want to listen to a podcast episode after you get in a car accident but I do hope that these tips were really helpful and just a little bit of extra knowledge for your tool belt and I hope that you got to you enjoyed seeing a different side of me the not so coaching kind of hippie cast that I typically show. Um, I do have a very serious job. I do work in corporate and I do take my job really seriously. And it is something that I'm incredibly proud of myself for is the career I've built in insurance. So I hope this was just another little piece of who Cass is. And I hope you took something from this. I always say take what resonates with you and throw the rest away because you know what you need. You know what's good for you. And I hope that you will like, comment, hit subscribe, five-star review. If this podcast, you know, you were, you loved it, you loved the information, share it on your social media and tag me at consciouslycass. I love seeing you guys share my podcast and especially this one because this is one that anyone can take the knowledge from. It's not just, you know, you're a mom, you're a life coach, you do NLP, EFT, you drink matcha, you read books. This is something that, this is knowledge that everyone could benefit from. So please take the time to share this. And if you do have any questions about insurance or about this episode, just Ask if I have time to answer some questions first and then I'm more than happy to have a conversation with you. And as I say to all my clients, if I don't have an answer, I will try and find the right person for you or who can get that answer. And 
I hope you guys enjoy the rest of your weekend. I hope you enjoy these last few hours of Sunday. I hope you wake up tomorrow morning just feeling inspired and just ready to live your most inspired life. Take care. Mwah.